Feigeberg. We've got you covered on 99.5 FM. Feel good music. Yeah, we're feeling good. Feeling good music all the time. Radio 2000. Uh, 15.42. It's a, it's a Wednesday. So the Department of Trade and Industry is probing popular fashion brand Shein. 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 <laughs> this is after local retailers complain that <laughs> the Chinese online retailer is exploiting tax loopholes to undercut them. The fast fashion retailer has made gains around the world, including South Africa, we're now joined by Michael Lawrence, Executive Director of the National Clothing Retail Federation of South Africa. Good afternoon to you, Martin, uh, Michael. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Hello, Glenn. Excellent. Good to have you, sir. Uh, firstly, who does the Federation represent and what are the concerns about the way Shane conducts business? So, so the Federation is just a member organization of, of most of the big South African retailers who are Truworth, Woolworths, Mr. Price, Retailability, TFG, uh, Cotton On, Pick and Pay Clothing, Cape Union Mart, uh, Queen's Park, LA Group, and the like. Um, mm. it, it's it's uh, basically exists to just look at um, the non-competitive uh, trade and economic issues that, that that, that retail faces. Um, we've we've been particularly active, um, along with some non-federation uh, members of retail, but we've been particularly active with our value chain and with the trade unions and the DTIC in um, in the, the the clothing master plan, the retail clothing master plan, mm-hmm. as we simply call it, which is which is to look at at, at finding ways of of increasing. The quantum of, of of local content sourcing from some 30 odd percent um, that it, it was at when we started, it's now gone to up to over 40 percent. Uh, eventually, up to um, 2030, when we're hoping we're going to be able to drive it over 60 percent on a commercially sustainable basis. So our concern uh, and the issues which 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 have been identified with um, with what we call offshore online. Um, opportunities for the South African consumer is um, um, on a few levels. Um, we we don't know to to we don't know where those products are made. Mm. Um, we worried on behalf of the consumer. Look, we don't want to be anti-competitive. Let's be very clear about this at get-go. I mean, if somebody can do something better, smarter, cheaper for the consumer and run a business, um, good luck to them. All the, all the best to them. But but what we have to do is to is to make sure that we. We have we have a we have a fair a fair trading environment, a level playing field, a, a fair application of the rules. So, so we we've identified that that as I say, offshore online, we don't know where products are made. Um, we don't know that all the duties and taxes are necessarily um, um, obligations are necessarily being met. Um, we we've seen all kinds of uh, potential loopholes, and we've asked the DTIC to apply their mind to it. We the Consumer Protection Act falls within the aegis of the DTIC as well. Um, we, um, we have put a lot of effort into supporting the consumer goods and services ombud. We are very concerned that we may have consumers who have no recourse um, when a product is substandard or something, something um, so, untoward happens with a product. So those are our concerns. So, Michael, uh, you, 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 hmm. you mentioned loopholes. Could... The issue be at customs or exploitative business practices. 
Well, we've struggled with um, the challenge, and, and this is a conversation, a really constructive conversation we, we as the clothing sector, have with SARS, and as I say, all the way from the manufacturing trade unions through the manufacturers, um, both textile and product manufacturers, and ourselves as retail. We've been working very closely with SARS for over a decade now to to to, to deal with what we know are, are substantive areas of, of, of customs fraud. Um, illegal imports that take place. And that goes from everything from what's called misdeclaration, underdeclaration, counterfeit goods and the like. Um, so now, we've, now, now we're seeing an, another opportunity. But funnily enough, uh, uh, we, we have a situation here where, in fact, it may be um, a, a very interesting use of some, as I call them, loopholes rather than illegal activity. So, for example, uh, typically um, in small, small parcel imports, um, as you can imagine, SARS has enough problems monitoring the, the big container loads of products that come in. Here we've got tens of thousands, possibly even hundreds of thousands of small parcels um, um, being, that have to be processed. Um, typically, products under a, a quantum value of 1,400, for example, don't attract duty and, and that. Now, um, you know, at, at, at first glance, that feels like okay. Um, but if you if you start ratcheting that that up into tens and hundreds of thousands of parcels, we we're looking at an enormous loss of revenue. We're looking at a at a, at a, at a substantive deviation that was not the intention when when what's called the de minimis that small that small number of 1,400 um, was, was introduced. You so so you have a situation where your your online offshore retailer could you could buy six articles and they could send you. Um, technically, in one order, but they could they could categorize the six different parcels, all of them, each of them under 1,400 rand, for example. Um, we we're saying that needs to that possibly needs to be revisited now, and 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 maybe we we need to find a smarter way of doing things because we 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 have two problems here. We have a price disruption in terms of our supply chain. And also, very importantly, we have a loss of revenue to the country that, that, that I mean, we all know it's not as if we're swimming in cash. So, so, Michael, when are you expecting the investigation by the Department of Trade and Industry to be concluded? So we, we've asked for, um, at the, and, and the word investigation is a very strong word and, 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 and it's not going to be my word, but um, what we've asked for initially is 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 for a better understanding now of all of the issues that um, have been potentially identified as as problematic. We need to make sure that we we get aggregated data. So we're going to start asking now for data on how many parcels exactly come through. Um, what what are the values of parcels of small parcels on an aggregated basis? Look, they obviously can't tell us all of the you know they're not going to give individual company or consumer information away. But um, Stats SA does provide aggregated data. We, we need to look at what the scope of the problem is, the nature of, of, of it is. And, and then we've got to make some suggestions. Government is government. Only government does legislation, regulation, and practice notes. Uh, we've got to make some suggestions to them as, as a value chain and say, look, we think some things need to be addressed a little differently, dealt with a little differently, um, and, and we've got to act. Be making sure that uh, the consumer at the end of the day 
um, is is appropriately um, looked after and protected in in a, in a process. So we. We're still in a stage of data collection, proper data collection, and proper analytics of the data to turn it, if need be, into an investigation. Look, if we know for sure that people are deliberately um, um, trying to avoid paying, as you know, there's a difference between tax avoidance and tax evasion. If people are evading tax, in other words, doing things that are deliberately um, illegally um, causing them to, to not have to pay tariffs or duties or um, or, or, or VAT. Um, those are illegal activities, and that, that triggers our enforcement modality. Um, but but if, if, if it's simply a case of um, we, 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 we've seen we standard practices, import practices taking place, then we, 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 we will have to just look at and start taking a different view on these matters. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, sir. Michael Lawrence, Executive Director of the National Clothing Retail Federation of South Africa. Rustenburg, we've got you covered. 97.2 FM. Feel good music.
Yeah, ask Black Coffee. He'll be driving all night to Medicine Square Garden. Yes, Thank you please. very much. Please, says he's taking us. I'm so excited. Mm. We are going. We're coming, Black Coffee. We're coming. Oh, I'm so excited. He must be excited. I am very excited. He, I'm saying Black Coffee must be excited. Of course he is. The Glenzino Super Driver. And we must all go. We must broadcast from New York. Not from. From. No, we must all go. Clingy, let's all go. Our insurance will go out of their way to try and save you money on your car insurance. And if they can't, you can ask them for 500 rands. SMS out to 37221. Now that's good news.